Can We Have It All, a business and lifestyle podcast for women solopreneurs and small business owners, inspiring you to build the business you truly want to with tips and insights to help you flourish. Infused with positive psychology and digital marketing, Can We Have It All is the reality behind my business alongside real life conversations with inspirational women who are building their own vision of success. Hosted by me, Hollywood, aka The Flourish Mentor and Coach. Hello and welcome back to the podcast and this week I want to talk to you about why you might not be securing sales from your ideal client. Now I just want to make you aware that I'm currently having renovations work going on so if you hear any strange banging or drilling in the background I am very sorry. Um, Yeah I'm living amongst it at the moment. So back to the subject in hand, Um, one of the kind of recurring things that comes up, I think in the world of entrepreneurialism, but you know, particularly when we are in that stage of growth or starting to really establish ourselves as businesses, is the fact that we may not secure our ideal clients and that we may have knockbacks on discovery calls or Um, inquiries that don't come into fruition or people respond with you know no that's not for me or it's too expensive or not right now but maybe later these are all things that we will all hear at some stage in our journey and if you're not hearing it it probably means you're not getting in front of enough people but when it comes to actually securing business from your ideal client there are lots of things to think about and if you feel like you are constantly not securing business from your ideal client and you're speaking to people who are not who you want to be working with or you're constantly getting knocked back then I invite you to consider these five things. Hi guys I just want to drop in here to tell you about my ultimate client attraction challenge. This is a free five day live challenge for solopreneurs who want to get more leads, more clients and more confidence in the process. You can register now totally free. The link is in the show notes so I hope to see you there. Number one, are you unequivocally clear on who you are what you do and who you do it for as a business. And this goes for any type of business, service provider, coach, product-based business, any kind of brand needs to be incredibly clear at all times on who you are, what you do and who you do it for. And for us kind of solopreneurs or growing business owners, that will come down to our social media presence, our marketing content, our message, our website, the copy that we use. I think it's very easy to become complacent and talk to people who we know are in our world and forget to talk to people who aren't yet in our world. And what I mean by that is we all get really comfortable nurturing and talking to people that get what we do because that's largely speaking will be our comfort zones. But what about all those people that haven't discovered you yet or have only just discovered you and don't get it yet, who aren't in your world? Are you unequivocally clear on what you do and who you do it for? You know, and I think for a lot of people, the answer is probably no or probably not enough, you know, not clear enough. 
So I want you to go away today and have a look at your social media bios. I want you to have a look at your about page on your website. I want you to look at maybe the last 10 pieces of marketing that you put out. Were you super clear on who you are, what you do and who you do it for? And if you weren't in, let's say, 70% of those things, then chances are you need to really focus on that as part of your strategy. Because if you're not super clear on who you're targeting, you're not going to be attracting the ideal clients. And further along, you're going to be having conversations with people who don't get it, who aren't aligned. And that's why you're going to be getting knockbacks. Whereas if you're super clear, you're going to be eliminating, you know, and qualifying your leads as you go organically. And that is like the beauty of it. So by the time you get to the point of an inquiry or a potential sale or a discovery call, they're already qualified. Okay, so I really want you to think about that this week. The second thing I want to invite you to consider is are you consistent with content? Are you truly consistent with your content and are you thinking beyond Instagram? Because if you're not, you are limiting the pool of people that you're speaking to, you are limiting the number of people that you can be attracting into your business and you are limiting the number of inquiries that could be coming into you organically. You know, I am a digital marketing focused mentor and coach. Like that is the basis of everything I do with my clients. It's working on that strategy, that well-rounded, multi-layered digital marketing strategy that will enable you to build out reach and content that will drive organic leads into your business now and in the future. Part of that strategy is being consistent, okay? And I, if you fall into the camp of, do you know what, Holly? I'll be on fire for like a week and then it tails off and then I forget to post or I don't post or I start to get into my own head and, you know, I start to kind of tail off and then... I wonder why nobody's getting in touch. It's because there's no consistency there. And the consistency needs to be there for your audience to kind of pick up and understand who you are and to make sure that you're constantly having a presence out there. But it also needs to be there for you. You need consistency as entrepreneurs to build those habits, to build in that kind of system and that process that's really essential for growth. And it's essential when you eventually get to the point where you scale and you break through to that next level of success and whatever that looks like for you. So, you know, a lot of the times I will have people say, oh, Holly, it's tumbleweed or I've only had one inquiry. Um, You know, I've had I've got no discovery calls booked in and I'll ask how many posts have you put out in the last two weeks? How many emails have you sent? How many blog posts have you written? You know, all of this is so key and it's all that groundwork that needs to be happening all the time to really generate evergreen leads, you know? And that's why you get out of that cycle of having to live launch something all the time. You can get out of that cycle by having the consistency in your content strategy um, kind of at all times. So that's something I really would like to invite you to think about as well. The third reason why you might not be securing your ideal client, I'd like you to think about, are you truly confident in your sales process? And are you comfortable with the money chat? 
Because if we're thinking a little bit further down the line now that you've got people inquiring, you've got people in your DMs, you've got people in your email inbox, you know, you've got messages on your contact forms, people kind of proactively reaching out or responding to a call to action, then what? Where do you go from there? Are you truly confident to have that conversation? Are you confident to sell what it is you have to offer? Are you confident that you and your services or your products can benefit somebody else, can change their lives, can answer X, Y, Z struggle? And are you confident when somebody says, wow, this is amazing, how much is it? You know, so what I'm getting at is that I bet for a lot of you, the answer is no. And it's something that we all have to work on. It's something like, in all honesty, I'm still working on. I am still working on that confidence with my sales process. But I tell you what, I have come a long way from now and the seven years ago when I started my first business where I wouldn't sell anything. I wasn't confident to say, hi guys, will you pay me 2 a month for my first membership? Yes, if you know, you know, that was my first membership eight years ago, it was 2 a month. And I didn't even feel like I could ask for that. And actually that came down to confidence. And it came down to confidence in myself, what I was offering, who I was offering it for, but also confidence in the sales. Because guess what? Most of us, I would imagine, probably have some experience or preconception of sales being a bit, you know, icky, a bit cringe, a bit cold. You know, that sort of like somebody grabbing you on the way to the shops with a clipboard and you just sort of like clench up and go, oh no, not me, not me. You know, somewhere, probably societally, maybe socially at home, we have kind of been conditioned to kind of pull away from sales or to feel a certain way about it. And actually it doesn't have to look like that. And as business owners, if you're getting all the groundwork right and the bits that I've just been talking about and you're attracting people who actually are interested, you're not talking to somebody cold. You're not stopping someone on the way to the shops. You know, they are in your world and it is okay to have a sales conversation. It is okay to represent yourself and your products with value. And I think that's something that for a lot of us, we have to shift that mindset and really kind of figure out what flows best for us. And it will be different for everyone. I do want to say here that like personality type comes into it a lot. And if you are a solopreneur, then and it is only you if you are your own sales team then i think you need to be really mindful about and self-aware about your own strengths your own personality type and what kind of sales techniques work for you because it will be different for everyone or if you are at the stage where you're building a team maybe if sales isn't something you are confident with maybe that's something you outsource or that's something that you bring someone in to support you on There are so many different ways to sell these days. They don't have to feel icky. They don't have to feel cringe and they don't have to feel completely energetically draining for you. So if you've ever felt like that, then please, I invite you to really revisit your sales process um, and look at the areas in which you feel confident and the areas in which you don't and really think about how you can develop and optimize that to work for you. And leading on from that is my fourth point. How's your money mindset? Because again, just like with 
sales mindset and sales confidence, I really invite you to start to look internally at the thought processes that are happening around money and discussing money or around money coming into you about receiving money. I want you to really tune into that self-talk, so the conversations you have in your head when you are coming to think about money and charging and value and price points. What are the words that are coming up in your head? Are they negative? Are they positive? Are they confident? Are they words of scarcity or words of lack? Often many of us entrepreneurs and, you know, women, I think, we have limiting beliefs when it comes to ourselves and our businesses and our potential, but also when it comes to money mindset. And I know this was a big thing and it's something I am still actively working on. I am happy to say it. You know, my money mindset, I didn't realise I had an issue with it. And, you know, a couple of things have happened this year and I'm like, oh, okay, I need to like check that out. I need to tap into that. And I use all the kind of tools that I've learned in psychology and positive psychology to really um, check in with myself regularly. And, you know, I've, I've used external kind of support and sources as well, because I do think money mindset isn't necessarily something you can work on kind of solely. Um, but often to kind of bring it back to the topic of today's chat, one of the reasons you might not be securing your ideal client is because of your relationship with money and your money mindset. And are you actually, like LinkedIn before, truly confident about your pricing, what you're selling, who it's for? Because if the answer is no, then you are absolutely not going to secure as many of your ideal clients as you could be. When you get to a really good place with your confidence and your money mindset, honestly, it does a flow in and your clients are attracted to you, your ideal client. There'll be lots of people who won't be and this is something I want to keep saying at every step. It is okay to alienate some people. It is okay to not be everything to everyone. It is okay for people to not be able to afford you. All of these things, it's important to remember, it is okay to not serve everyone. And if you truly want to build a business where you get to work with your ideal clients and customers every day, you have to be happy with the notion that you're going to alienate some people. That's normal. It happens in every business. So if you do feel like your money mindset is an area that you could develop, I really invite you to kind of explore ways of doing that because often it can be the thing that unlocks so much more freedom and potential for you as an entrepreneur and as a business owner. And I know for me, since working on my money mindset, I am just in a much lighter place with my business and I am more aligned than ever before. And guess what? So are my clients. I am working with clients that are completely my ideal, you know, and I know a huge part of that is down to the things that I'm talking about today. And then on to the final reason why you might not be securing your ideal client you might not be securing that sale. Are you actually inviting people in? Seems really simple, but again, so many of my clients or my peers or people in my world, I will see and I will look at their content and I will think, where's your call to action? 
are you really clear on what the next steps are if somebody wants to inquire or book or purchase or jump on a call with you? Where is that instruction? And again, we fall into the just assuming that people know and we fall into thinking, oh yeah, well, you know, they'll go and click on the link in my bio if they're interested or they'll go and Google me and find my website and have a little look at my about page and then they'll have a look at all my case studies and then they'll see the form that pops up. No, (laughs) basically, no, people don't. They need to be told what to do. They need to know you have a website, so you need to share that link with them. They need to know that there's three steps in the process to purchasing or ordering or booking. You know, they need to know that um, if they're interested in that thing that you're selling right now, they need to slide into your DMs and tell you. Getting super clear and it actually inviting people in, again, is such a key part of any marketing and business strategy. We cannot sit back and expect people to just come. There is a level of organic, you know, inbound leads, but there's also that level of needing to invite people in and be super clear on the processes that they need to take to inquire, book, purchase. So I would bet if you are struggling in securing your ideal client or struggling with your leads generation, with the level of inquiries that are coming in, I would invite you to look at when the last time was that you actually invited people in. And again, going back to point number two, even if you do do that, do you do it consistently? Are you truly consistent with inviting people in? So that is my kind of (laughs) two pennies today is, you know, It is not unusual to be in a position where you feel like you're not securing your ideal client. It happens to us all, okay? But there are lots of reasons that that might be happening that does not revolve around you being crap, shit, your offering being useless, you know, you not being worth it, you being too expensive or all the other things that go around in your head. And look, I hear you tell me that it doesn't because I know it does. We all have these feelings, right? But those are not the reasons why you're not securing your ideal client. You're not securing your ideal client because you're not unequivocally clear on who you are, what you do and what who you do it for. You're probably not as consistent as you could be with your digital marketing strategy and it probably isn't as multi-layered a strategy as it could be. You're probably not as confident as you think you are with your sales process or you don't have a sales process in place. Perhaps your money mindset isn't on point and isn't actually reflecting the ideal client that you want to bring in or it isn't reflecting your own vision of success. And you're probably not inviting people in enough, okay? And as I say, as solopreneurs, it's a lot to think about and it's a lot to manage, but it is something that's important. And it is something that if you get that mix of all these things happening, that like lovely sort of magical recipe going on, you will start to see your ideal client coming forward. You will start to see those conversions happening because they, the right person will be attracted to you and you will have all the tools and systems in place to convert them in a really amazing, positive, confident way. And that's where I'm going to leave it for today. Have a fantastic week, whatever you are doing, whoever you are doing it with, and look forward to seeing you the same time very soon. 
thank you so much for listening to my podcast and I hope you enjoyed it and if you found something useful and inspiring then I'd really appreciate it if you could leave me a five-star review and a rating because it really helps other people hear this podcast too. And if you'd like to submit a question or a topic for discussion, then just send me an email. Find me and my business information, including how to join my growing online community of entrepreneurs and content creators over on holly-wood.co.uk or over on Instagram. All the details about how to contact me and find me and follow me are in the show notes. Thank you. Have a fab week.